You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. And you're listening to David's Pick. And we've got a very special guest. And if you're a veteran or know a veteran or have a family member that's a veteran, whatever the case might be, you need to listen to this show today because it's going to be... One, an outstanding show, and will be very informative about uh, something that... uh, Whoops, didn't didn't mean for that to pop in on us. But anyway, this is going to be something that uh, most veterans don't know about. It's not national yet, but my prediction is that it will be national. And uh, we've got gentlemen in here, Lieutenant... Colonel retired Jesse McCarvey, McCarvey, and um, he's going to, uh, we're going to do our normal thing, which is take out just a moment and uh, take a moment for silence and uh, in memorial for J. Roy Ritchie, my friend that uh, died from exposure to uh, Agent Orange in Nam. So, If we'll just take one minute and we'll be back to you with our special guest right after this. And we do thank you for uh, joining us again today on America's Web Radio and David's Pick. And uh, we have, we're have we changing just a little bit. Instead of a recorded Jody, and everybody knows how I like Jody's, we have Jesse's going to sing for us and uh, sing out a Jody. And anybody can join in. They're, they're always a cappella. And um, when David mentioned that he played a recording of a Jody. I said, well, that's what I used to do all the time in airborne school. I used to be a black hat in the airborne department and taught airborne uh, training, and we would do this every morning. So if you want to start your morning out with, with a little Jody, then I will be glad to oblige and reach back into history. So here we go. Get in formation, and we are running now. Uh, C-130 rolling down the strip. Airborne trooper going to take a little trip. Stand up, hook up, shuffle to the door, jump right out and count to four. If my chute don't open wide, well, I've got another one by my side. If I die on the old drop zone, box me up and ship Ship me home. home. (laughs) There we go. Beautiful. Wait a second. We're going to have a... There we go. A little applause. A little applause. Yeah, I appreciate it. 
Okay, and uh, this is uh, the reason I said that everybody needed to listen to this show is the fact that, uh, and I didn't know this at all, but that veterans obviously have have privileges and have benefits because they are veterans, uh, medical benefits, but I didn't realize that uh, veterans didn't have any kind of real dental coverage. Uh, under an emergency situation, I guess they can go to the VA and something will be done, but uh, Jesse and uh, we've got his roommate from West Point, and I want to mention the fact that you, uh, Jesse and his roommate david mccracken and Mm -hmm. david will be calling in about 10 30 we think and uh, he's the one that started this business but it's it's veterans smiles foundation Mm -hmm. and uh, this is the greatest thing ever to give veterans at as they move right now they're basically only located in north carolina but we're going to see if we can help them expand and uh, as we go through the show today, you'll learn more and more about Veterans Smiles Foundation. So what did I miss on the introduction, Jesse? Well, David McCracken and myself were indeed roommates at West Point on July the 1st, 1970. Been friends ever since for over 50 years, tracked each other throughout our careers in the military. we both retired Army um, officers, and uh, from West Point, we were trained and 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 bred to serve not just while we were in the military but throughout we're still here and we're still serving uh we are veterans ourselves obviously and we have friends um and acquaintances that are veterans out there and some of them are not doing too well uh the va like you mentioned david the va uh and i'm a, a, a huge proponent of the va i get extreme great and wonderful assistance and medical assistance from them and everything that i need uh and so again a large proponent of the va but they have a big job a huge job and the va only provides dental care free dental care to people to veterans who are 100 percent disabled and that's less than 10 percent of the veterans in, in america so they don't offer the free dental care for very many veterans uh you also get free dental care if you had a dental issue on active duty and they will treat it because it was caused by their active duty but other than that they offer an an insurance plan that you can get uh to use uh for dental services but you have we have veterans out there that that can't afford that and so uh and as you can realize a veteran who's financially strapped the last thing they're going to do is budget money for their teeth until they have a problem and then what do they do well then they don't know what to do and there's the problem that David faced. Uh, and David McCracken started this foundation out in Western Carolina uh, because he's realized that there were veterans that could not get dental help and they had problems. And so he figured out a way to to find funded money to uh, have the, help them pay for dental services. And so he, he had a, just giving you a little history of how it started, he had a, uh, a neighbor who was a retired colonel, dentist, uh, that worked at East Carolina University. East Carolina University has a dental school, and uh, they have eight dental clinics around the state, and they're located in relatively low-income areas to serve the population of North Carolina that needs that service. And they send their student dentists out there to all eight places, uh, and they have residencies where they serve uh, the people in the area. 
Uh, it's not free dental care. Uh, they they use Medicaid and, and other ways to pay because they have to pay for the services they do. But they're not independent dentists, so they're not like a a, a profit dentist. They they want to pay their bills. But the student dentists obviously are not paid. They don't have a salary. They're going through school. And so the the clients that they see are in the local area. Well, David McCracken decided to rattle out some of the veterans in the area and see if we could get them in there, in, in the clinic. And so uh, he started to to investigate how that would work. Uh, every county has a veteran service officer. And so he started to work through the veteran service officer to identify veterans that might need dental care. And uh, the VSOs would have, like, stand-down, uh, which you may be familiar with, a stand-down occasion where they would pick one or two days per year and bring out all services that veterans might need or use. And so veterans would come, and the ECU Dental School and many other dental places would be there, but it was only for one day. And if anything, they might pull some teeth. It wasn't dental care. It wasn't dental care that's provided, you know, long-term. It was just to solve the problem of the day. So it didn't uh, solve the problem of, of other veterans needing dental services in their lives. Uh, but David worked with East Carolina University at their dental clinics uh, and chose one clinic out in Western Carolina to launch the program. And they went through the VSO, the Veteran, veteran Service Officers, to identify the veterans at a stand down. And they had a whole list of veterans and they ferreted through them and they used um, another organization called. Uh, Veterans Serves. It's, it's a group, a nonprofit organization out of America Serves. If you would look it up, you would see America Serves is in several states, maybe a dozen states. Nonprofit that is kind of like a clearinghouse for veterans' uh, needs. And so if a veteran calls uh, America Serves, and in North Carolina it's called NC Serves, uh, those people, nonprofit people, guide them to whatever they need. And so uh, they, their piece of this problem that we had was to certify the veteran and also to uh, determine if they, in fact, were veterans. If they had a disability uh, possibility that they didn't know about, many of the veterans had never registered at all as a veteran in their county. So the VSOs didn't know who they were. And so when we identified these veterans, they became more aware of all the opportunities that they could get. Uh, And NC Serves has another piece that nearly nobody has, and that's they help families as well. So the the veterans and their families can also be assisted from housing to education to medical and now to dental. And so the the NC serves would certify that the person was in fact a veteran would. Um, find out their financial means we didn't want to help a veteran that could help him or herself so we needed to know what their income was and they certified that and if they're very low income then the foundation would pay for everything uh and ecu again not free dental care would front the other part and so it was a joint family kind of a it takes a village to solve a problem here and it's many players in it uh nc serves also determined the period of service that the veteran had, uh, the type of discharge they had, and again, like I said, if they had a disability rating. And if they had a disability rating, uh, they could conceivably get income from the VA, from the government, because of their disability, according to what it was. Uh, if you're 100% disabled, for instance, you receive income because of that. Uh, and a lesser disability is a lesser amount of money. So a lot of these veterans, they don't know. They don't know this. Uh, you know, they come back. It's a fragile population anyway, as we know. Uh, and then from the um, the desert deployments that these guys and gals go through, they face, you know, traumatic 
things, and they get out in the population of where they live, and they sequester themselves a lot, and they don't come out. And so uh, veterans helping veterans, a lot of times it takes a veteran to pull someone out of their little closet and uh, and tell them, guide them a little bit along the way. And so that's kind of what we're doing. And the uh, I want to mention again the uh, service officers that are in all of the service organizations from Americans and foreign or VFW, the uh, American Legion, all of them have service officers Mm -hmm. that are more than happy to help. And the other part of this, and Jesse, one of the things that that we try to always do and recognize is the family members. When you're deployed, if you're married and have kids or whatever your situation is, your family is going with you, and we respect and salute all of the family members that are left behind while a service member is deployed mm-hmm. and it can be quite a quite a struggle and uh, our electronics today have changed a lot of things but you you'll never be able to change the fact that one or both spouses are parted they're away from each other mm-hmm. and away from their children and there are all sorts of kinds of stories. I'd like to mention, too, that we work very closely with the Georgia Veteran Military Hall of Fame, and um, the director is Colonel Rick White, and he is fantastic. And if you haven't been to downtown Atlanta, it's in the old Floyd building right across the street from the Capitol, Mm -hmm. and we encourage you to go to it. We also encourage you to go to Johns Creek. By the way, as far as the uh, Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame, uh, they had to postpone their 2020 induction services, and now they're scheduled to be held April the 3rd at Johns Creek in Newtown Park. So make plans to go to that. And uh, it's quite a ceremony. So, again, that's April the 3rd. Didn't mean to interrupt, but... Uh, no, that's great. Uh, no, I'd love to hear it. And uh, being a native Atlanta, and I, I know the, the sloppy Floyd building that you're talking yeah. about. That's right. It goes back. And they have a go good uh, good little cafeteria. I've been it. to the cafeteria. I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, yes. you can go mm-hmm. make a whole day of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jesse, some el- something else that we always point out is the fact that that veterans are now your family history books Mm -hmm. the history books of today in our classes and in our uh, particularly in our public schools um, are not doing the job and we point this out on our car show and we certainly point it out on all of our veterans shows Mm -hmm. and that they you know (laughs) allocating three pages to world war ii is a disgrace that's right and uh you know and that that's why too and you served in uh, desert shield and desert storm uh that's why we have a show called remembering desert shield and desert storm because people have already forgotten about it and uh we can't let any veteran be forgotten under any circumstance true well they served and you know our country is very good in that it helps these veterans when they come back in numerous ways and again many of the veterans don't realize what they are and and speaking of desert storm i was in the mobilization cell at the pentagon when we were mobilizing the guard and reserve for desert storm and uh, one of the biggest disqualifiers 
for a, a soldier, because I was dealing with Army, one of the biggest disqualifiers for deployment was dental. Hmm. When they went to the dental stop, they had to, you know, go through all kind of, uh, you know, health things, shots, all that kind of stuff. When they would go to the dental, many, that was the biggest disqualifier because these guard and reservists did not keep their dental work up. So they had abscessed teeth. They had gum disease. They couldn't couldn't deploy them because of that. So it, it self-identified back then. And now, uh, you know, we're just trying to trying to handle the problem as it is today. And, again, the problem becomes a tooth problem. If you have a gum disease or you have an abscessed tooth, your whole world is is focused around that one problem. Uh, and if you have a low income, you don't have many opportunities to fix that. Uh, you know, this is something that, uh, well, one thing that kills me is one out of four homeless or veterans yeah and i just that kills me the other side of it is and i i don't know maybe i'll have the opportunity at some point but we know a lot of doctors and i'm sure the dentist would be the exactly the same way a lot of our medical problems can be fixed in a minute i mean just from everything from uh, primary care to dentistry to whatever i know enough doctors in atlanta and i've talked to them that they're more than happy to give up one day a week or you know one day a month or whatever it happens to be whatever's worked out and give free medical care and i'm sure the dentists would do the same thing in fact i know they would and what all they want back is to be covered from insurance they're you know the medical practice insurance that is outrageous anyway and the other thing is give them a small tax break for taking off that day mm-hmm. once a month or once a week or whatever it is right. and you know our congress can spend money on on the arts and on crap and uh, <laughs> you know this would be this would this could cure so many problems yeah. And dental yeah. and everything else. True. And uh, so, if any congressmen are listening, and I, I would have given anything to have given that spill to Trump, he would have done something with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And or in my opinion, he would have. But um, you know, doctors are wonderful people in general, and they know that they're very blessed to uh, have gone through medical or dental school or whatever the case might be mm-hmm. and they're willing to give back to the community um, they just have to be covered well they're you know they respectfully they have to make a living as well so they sure. they have they have overhead and they have to pay for it and they have salaries that they need to meet uh, that's understandable but surely there's a way and and we fell into dave dave fell into uh his neighbor who worked at ecu their dental school uh and again they have eight dental clinics that are huge by the way they're not like a private dentist office they have 20-ish beds in there chairs so they're very big all the students are in there and they train students on teeth stuff and so um uh and they're very service oriented incredibly service oriented to the local population they want their dentist to go to work in north carolina and so they're seeing the population in north carolina and now the 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 man in charge of all of the the clinics is a retired general general rob temple he's a dentist he was the head of the army's dentistry uh in his army career and now he's at ecu 
and he's a, a again a strong veteran. He's got you know friends and, and and peers that have gone through, and now he knows these people are out there, and so he's guiding his school to help. Uh, and they have to pay as well. They they have overhead. They have to pay, but. Uh, it, the thing that we fell into with ECU and their eight clinics was a consistency of, of, of dental service that didn't stop. And it was not profit-based. It was it was just not that. And so uh, it, for an individual dentist to take on something like one veteran, like what you said, David, it, it, surely we could get one dentist to take on one veteran a year and pay for that veteran to get dental work that they need uh that would be a huge dent in this problem across the country certainly the state or any, anywhere in a small scale so there's all kind of ways to handle it uh we just have to figure out a way and then take some steps forward to do it the new administration has already said they want to help veterans they're not going to say they're 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 not they're going to help it's just they they need a, a extra ways to do it and this is a way to do it it requires money though yeah jesse we're going to take our first break and um I'm running a little bit behind, but I think this is so important and so interesting that uh, we'll make it up. So we'll be back right after a couple of messages. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hey folks, this is Victor with the On Point with Victor show. Make sure you listen every Tuesday 1 to 2, only right here on America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor show. Remember folks, I'm not angry, I'm just right. And you can find out why every Tuesday from 1 to 2, the On Point with Victor show, only right here on America's Web Radio. Alrighty, we're back on David's Pick on America's Web Radio with our very special guest, Lieutenant Colonel Retired, Jesse McCarvey. And uh, we've got his friend from uh, West Point, we'll be calling in very shortly, David McCracken. And David came up with this idea of he, he saw a need and he found an answer to the question and uh, that's it's fantastic and all the veterans that are listening or if you know one call them and tell them to tune in because what we're talking about today has been overlooked I guess since the VA started or, yes. mm-hmm. but it's uh, dental care for veterans and uh, David McCracken came up with had an idea and he will tell you more of his story but uh, it's incredible and I want to spend time watching and helping you all grow across the country not just we can't just leave it in North Carolina even though it's a great great state and love it but uh, 
we can't just leave it in North Carolina. We've got to get it all from coast to coast and all points in between. That's uh, David. And David will call in in a minute. He's kind of interestingly uh, at a physical therapy session because of all of his airborne jumps in his army training he had a knee replacement uh at our age and so he's bouncing back quite well but uh he'll call in in a minute and he'll tell you about um how it started with his pilot study and uh and he'll give you some data on that um but yeah this is uh something that he saw uh basically he was he volunteered to to drive a van to the va hospital to to uh, transport veterans from their homes to the VA for appointments. And he had a, a veteran in the back seat who was going to an appointment. And David's just talking to him, and he said, uh, you know, what are you going for? And the guy told him, and he said, well, also I have a tooth problem, too. And he said, well, are you going to the dental clinic as well? He said, no, I'm, I'm not authorized to go there. I can't get – they won't see me. That's where it came up. That's where it started. And David says, what do you mean uh, they won't see you? That's, again, it's, it's not a well-known fact that the VA does not provide free dental care. It does provide dental care, but it's not free, except for that small slice of population that I told you about. And so from that, David started this program. And uh, we're just two guys, two best friends, two Army buddies trying to help uh, Army buddies, for goodness sakes. Or, you know, oh, we don't care if they're Army or Air Force Marines or whatever. Uh, but that's our background, and we are a very small scale. His foundation has all of two people in it. That'd be him and me. And uh, and when you say national, we kind of cringe. We can barely uh, do the two centers that we're going to do in, in Carolina this year. And we're going to have one Veterans Day, one day dedicated to veterans in both of those clinics. Uh, and we'll probably see... 30 to 40 veterans that day. All the services for that one day will be focused on veterans that we identify, like I told you about, uh, that we make sure there are veterans, that they have a need, uh, and that they agree to a, a payback. And again, it's not free. Uh, if they have a, an ability to pay, we have them pay according to their ability to pay. Uh, and they are very good, and we have data to prove it, data to show that they're very good about giving back to this foundation to help other veterans to get dental care that they got themselves. You know, when you say you cringe at the thought of going national, uh, I know I've got a lot of veterans listening, and just like you said, veterans helping veterans, veterans praying for veterans, we can all work together, and I don't know which or who or what veteran is listening, and I don't know who they know, but they may be in your situation or in David's situation. You may live across the street from a veteran or that's a dentist. or You know, I don't know the circumstance. Your dentist may be a, may be a veteran yes. and would be interested in listening to it, and I'm sure that if... Uh, you contact me, or well, let me ask you, Jesse. Do you all have a you have a website, right? We do. We're so new. We're we're just beginning to crack the code on it. We've got it. It's got some some stuff on it. Okay. And it's and let me. I think it's Vet Smiles. Again, we're so new. I've got to look on my card. <laughs> VetSmiles.org. Okay. And uh, if if you're listening to this and uh, have a friend uh, that is a doctor, friend that's a uh, dentist, go to go to vet smile. Is that right? Vet smiles. Vet singular smiles plural. Dot org. Dot org. And uh, let's get this going, folks. We we can't leave veterans 
in alerts. We can't we can't overlook anything that a veteran might or might not have. And by the way, we make it very clear that many women veterans and uh, counterparts, and you know, we've got to take care of our veterans, no matter what it means. And as I mentioned early on. The Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame, directed by Colonel Retired Rick White, uh, have, they've moved their induction, their 2020 induction ceremony, to April the 3rd at Newtown Park, the uh, Healing Wall there at, which is a replica of the Vietnam Wall in Washington D.C. and this is the wall that traveled all over the country and they call it the Wall that Hills because so many families and so many people have found closure by finding their loved ones or friends name on the wall so uh, that's April the 3rd for the induction 2020 class induction ceremony of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame and uh, you know, I want you to stop and think about this. There, we've got some other things going on that we'll have uh, General Dix come back in. You may have known General Dix uh, in Desert Shield, Desert Star. He was a he was head of logistics. Okay, and um, now he they got he was stolen away from us for the pandemic and oh, wow. uh, good so brought back into the army to oh, okay. uh, to handle the logistics of the ventilators and whatever else mm-hmm. you know and uh, but he should be getting out of that very shortly but general dix again i i tell you i've been so blessed by the interviews that we've done just like yours jesse mm-hmm. finding out and we'll be able to pass this on and if we scare david mccracken well he's he's a big boy he graduated from <laughs> west point so he can handle it we, he can handle it yeah we, we might just start to figure out our um, our approach and the mm-hmm. way we deploy from north carolina going west and north carolina going north and mm-hmm. south and but the VA, the VA is. Uh, we've met with the VA, by the way, uh, one of the hospitals in in Greenville, North Carolina. They're interested in any way to help veterans with this dental problem. They're very interested in it. They just don't know how to handle it themselves. It's too big, um, and so they're looking for um, ways like this. Can, you know, you asked me earlier before we came on the radio. Can it be cloned? Could it be in Georgia or another state? And the answer is sure. It could be anywhere. We have we have need. The need is everywhere. So how do we handle the need? How do we handle the problem? Well, two guys, David starts this thing, and him and I are tackling it. We're retired. We have time and ability. It takes money. Uh, we, we need funding to do it. Our biggest problem is funding. Uh, we've had a grant. He'll come on in a minute, and he'll when he calls in, he'll tell you about the, the couple of grants he's got, and we're going to pursue that farther. If, if we had more money, we can help more veterans. He'll tell you how many. It's like less than 100. That's how new we are. We've helped like less than 100 veterans um, so far because we're that new. The pilot study uh, was set to determine the ways and means to do it. Uh, and then in that, we would have a Veterans Day with 30-ish veterans coming in. So the numbers were small as we trickle through. Uh, but it could be uh, expanded based on funding, administration, facilities, dentists that, that agree to participate in it to help in any small way helps. Uh, so it can be done. It's just, it just takes effort. Well, as we know, 
you can't get better than veterans and whether it's a job or anything else and i know there are going to be some veterans listening to this that are going to say wow you know i want to help and um do you have a telephone number that people could contact we you do. on? We do. It's on my card there. You've got it. I'm, we have two is in the yeah. bottom. Let's see if it's on my slides here. I was just looking up. It's vet. Our website is vetsmiles.org, like I told you, but there's not much on it. We're trying to get it organized. Okay. Um, so get your pen and pencil ready, or paper and <laughs> pen. Okay. The number is 984-233-233. Three two nine seven, and if you want to find out information about Veteran Smiles Foundation and how you could start it in your state or your city, and uh, I think it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, I want to salute you, Jesse, and David McCracken mm-hmm. for starting it, and that what you, the job that you all are doing and pursuing and. I know there are people out there listening that are going to call you and be willing to help, and I'm. We're going to do a, a spot and run a spot for Veteran Smiles Foundation Love and it. run it during the during the weeks ahead and get people to call in and talk to you all about how they can set up what needs to be done to set up in their state, mm-hmm. and one of the obvious things is if you're close to a university that has a dental school in it Mm -hmm. hello emory emory hello uh (laughs) anyway if um they are close to one that they could work with you all and and Mm -hmm. set it up i'd like to let's see we had somebody that was a president one time say we had 57 states i think we only have 50 to my recollection (laughs) but i'd like to see this program in every state in the union all 50 states and every, I would, I'm going out on the line because I don't know, but I would venture to say every state has a medical school or a dental school sure. of some type. That, Probably more than one, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. and could them. be worked with. Right. So mm-hmm. if you're a veteran or know a veteran or want to help, get a hold of Veterans Smiles Foundation. And you can look it up on the Internet, or uh, if you have a question about it, call or email us. Email me, David at America's Web Radio, and I'll get you to the right person. And, um, you know, this is I, – I just – I find what you all are doing is, is fantastic. And I just – you know, like I, I mentioned, one of the biggest pains I have is when I think of the – the homeless veterans yeah. and the and some of the weather that we've been having and all this and oh my god if they got a dental problem how it just compounds right well that. the veterans that are that are trying to pull themselves out of the situation they're in we've found um, and we're working with a with another group this year it's called uh, veterans life center and it's in uh, butner north carolina it's a hundred bed facility a nonprofit that's uh capable to have 100 veterans in there and their their uh their aim is to get these veterans from their situation back into society and working and thriving from surviving to thriving is what they say and um so now we're going in there and we're going to help them with another problem that they're going to have 
dental problems. They didn't know how to do it. There was no way to do it. There's no way to handle it. Uh, the VA is certainly uh, close to them. They know the VA and all the f- uh, services that they offer. So now we're tying into them to run a pilot study for this one facility with 100 beds in it, um, how to help those veterans get dental help. And these veterans are going to go out and interview for jobs, for goodness sakes. They're going to learn a skill. They're going to get themselves ready, whatever their problems were, be them, be they, uh, you know, all kind of medical things. When they go out and start thriving in society, they're going to knock on a door, meet an employer, and interview. And they need to have their teeth right. Uh, it just it, it's it's in your head uh, that you, if your teeth aren't right, then you're not you don't feel right. You don't feel confident. Uh, it's quite obvious. Uh, dental health becomes mental health. We've heard that from a lot of the dentists that talk about this, and uh, and we want these veterans to find a dental home somewhere, not just solve the problem uh, for today, but find a dental home that that is a dentist dedicated to helping them along the way to get themselves uh, ready to go uh, and take on the world, uh, at least according to their dental health. You got David calling in? Okay, uh, we've got the founder of Veteran Smiles Foundation, Mr. I should say, I'm sorry, Colonel, Colonel. Retired David McCracken. David, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, David, yourself. Thank you, I'm doing fine. And uh, as, as I mentioned to Jesse, um, you know, I'm very fortunate to uh, learn from every show that we do on America's Web Radio and we've we've expressed many, many times the our respect and love for veterans and I want to include also which you all don't do, but I do want to include that uh, uh, we we respect and uh, certainly appreciate our first responders and the job that they do and I was as I was getting my second shot yesterday, I was um, it was given to me by one of my one of the local firemen and uh you know i expressed to him how much uh, we appreciate it but what you're doing you found a, a a great thing a need and you've addressed it and uh i think that is just beautiful and uh veterans need need more people like you but i know uh, jesse was telling me that uh, you sort of cringe at the thought of of making this national but i can't wait till every state in the union has an operation like yours he's pushing us but david i i, I share that i share that vision with you in the sense of it would be a wonderful thing I, i'm sure jesse has already highlighted it the the rationale that we went with here and of course i i mean i'm embarrassed to tell you when i first moved to western north carolina in 2012 I had no idea that this East Carolina University system existed, and, and I'm even more embarrassed to tell you that after living there a couple of years, knowing that my neighbor went to work every day, well, my neighbor was the director of the clinic that we're using in Silva, and it wasn't until we're having a social function one day and we're talking about what does or doesn't happen in his clinic and who he serves, etc. And and I was telling him about having going down to the veteran stand down and been disappointed to learn that if a veteran came in and said, hey, I've got a dental problem, the only solution was uh, available that day. They had a, a bus they called the tooth bus, and they would extract whatever number of teeth were the you know cause of the pain. And, and that certainly solved that immediate problem, but, but did not improve the individual veteran's overall uh, oral health. 
and so we we hatched a plot to to use the clinic and uh because we had a receptive director who himself is a 30-year army dentist uh, his deputy is another 30-year army dentist and uh the staff was very excited about doing it and their business uh Administrator Sandy Paris was uh, equally excited to to be willing to go through all the paperwork dance to to you know, work these different how to pay the invoices etc. So I have to give the number one credit to uh, Dr. Bob Manga, he's the director, and uh, Dr. Mike Garvin, the his deputy, and Sandy Paris for being willing to provide the service. But that goes to why is it in North Carolina and perhaps not in other places? East Carolina is the only place I know of. If there's another state, I'm just not knowledgeable of it. And maybe as your your uh, listeners call in, and we may learn something that has these eight clinics distributed around the state. And and we we of course were fortunate to live in one of the areas that that happened for our pilot. Uh, and as I mentioned about my neighbor catching this plot together, and then we have a third leg of the stool which helps us financially. Uh, this uh, subsidiary of America Serves called NC Serves, and there, there's again with the, the believe it or not the, the network director for that, uh, a gentleman named Brandon Wilson was our veteran service officer when I first moved to Western Carolina, and he's since changed jobs a couple of times. Uh, went out, came over to Raleigh in the state level, and then came back over to run this uh, NC Serves. He also is the key guy in the Asheville, Buncombe, uh, Christian community, whatever the M stands for, ABCCM, at any rate. Um, and they do means testing for us. So the school has the agreement with NC Serves. We're independent of that from our foundation. But but for that veteran, it is, and we are, our priority was always going to be the veteran who had financial needs. They validate that in, independently of us, but they give us uh, the validation that one, the veteran's a veteran, two, that the veteran is of low means, and that gets us a price break within the uh, ECU system because they they have that kind of a tiered uh, pricing for their Medicaid personnel. And so we, we just have been blessed to have uh, all these things come together. Uh, that's incredible. And um, as anyone that served knows, you got to have that strong leader. And uh, you and, and Jesse are certainly... Uh, well, West Point graduates, I guess that's you know it's a little bit better than Texas Tech, but not a not a whole lot better than uh, my son going to Texas A and M and going through the court and uh, being. Now we love Aggies. We love, love Aggies. Aggies. Here's, yeah. here's what we know: we can turn on the radio and just take risks. Yeah, I I, I remember going to Texas A and M for a, a game when we were either freshmen or sophomores. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen more beautiful women hanging out with Texas Aggies. I don't know what it was about those boots, but it certainly attracted <laughs> The brown boots late. was a magnet. You're yeah, right. well, my uh, my son's, a, uh, as I've told Jesse, uh, he's a major in the Air Force, and uh, now he's stationed in, uh, at Shaw Air Force Base, which is great. And uh, But he, he loves the military and uh, loves what he's doing. And I, I always pitch, and I'll, I'll just break into your conversation a little bit and say that if you're a graduating high school senior or you're a graduating college senior and haven't quite figured out what you want to do, the military has a place. I guarantee, I, I will sit here and guarantee any and everybody that no matter what your interest is, one of the branches of the military has the perfect job for you. And once you've served and you start showing, passing out your resumes and somebody in HR sees that 
that uh, you were in the service and have an honorable discharge, you'll be one step ahead of the next person behind you. Truly. And uh, it's it's a great opportunity, and the military has changed so much, and it's a wonderful occupation. It's it's not only a job, but it is an occupation these days. And uh, and everybody, I don't know of a veteran one, and I maybe I missed them, but isn't proud to say I'm a veteran. And um, yeah, David, I agree with you categorically, and and, and I'll. I'll reinforce two points you made. One, you learn a skill, and two, leader development. And those things, which is why those HR departments do want to hire veterans, those are those are challenging to come by with a person who has experience in both. Yes, sir. And let's get back to uh, Veteran Smiles Foundation. Uh, I just asked uh, Jesse by uh, the old method of uh, hand signals, <laughs> but you all are a 501... C three, right? Yes, sir. We are. We're, we're so we're we're licensed in the state of North Carolina. We went through the uh, IRS. We are a five hundred one C three, and we are a public charity. Uh, I didn't realize there was a difference between private foundations and public charities, but I learned in my last foundation that there is a difference. So I made certain that we set this one up as a public charity, and uh, and that's what we wanted to be. It was always the intent. And yes, sir, we we have we have the I've got an EIN and and the uh, proper paperwork for all that. And. Uh, you know, if uh, whoever's listening, they want to uh, contact you, you want to give us your contact information, and if they want to donate, how they can donate. Okay, so you got two options. The, the number one option for donations at this point, simply because we don't have the website and still under construction. In fact, my, my uh, web manager sent me a, a latest iteration last night, but it has not finalized. So right now, the number one donation means is uh, by check to Veteran Smiles Foundation, 104 South White Street, Suite 146, Wake Forest, North Carolina, 27587. You can contact me by email at David E, as in echo, my middle initial, David E, at vetsmiles.org. And in the very near future, I'm hoping that we're going to have a vetsmiles.org website. I, I think we may have that within a, within a month. Uh, but right now, if you get, there is a place you just said it's under construction, but you can go on there and at least bookmark it and know that uh, it's coming. Now, of course, David's asking us, uh, David, about going national. Uh, give him just a brief, uh, if we don't have to take a break, a, a brief summary of the massive people we've helped so far, and, and, and he'll get a, he'll get a feel for how how new we are at this in your pilot study. Oh. Okay, so the uh, the pilot started in the fall of 2018, uh, and we we thus far have provided financial support to just under 100 veterans, and that financial support has ranged anywhere from paying for their exams and X-rays, which we invariably pay for that low means individual to get you know we believe that's our investment in the veteran who's who's interested in taking having improvement in their dental health, all the way through to we've either bought four or five sets of full dentures. Uh, again, through the ECU system, they actually fabricate those dentures as part of their school uh, system. It's fascinating. And, uh, but, but that is a drop in the bucket, to be sincere, of the literally over 3,000 veterans just in the seven-county area that we did the pilot who are probably, we, we use the term at risk. So I uh, took the number of veterans that live in those counties uh, by the official uh, North Carolina uh, census data, for, for veterans, multiplied at times the uh, average 
poverty level in those counties individually, and that came up with over 3,000, it's actually 3,037 veterans that, that were in those seven counties. We've only been able to help 100 of them with actual something. I mean, a procedure that, that has moved them along the path. Uh, we still have uh, much much way to go. Uh, we're extending that. We're keeping that facility is, is in our uh, 2021 plan. We're adding the, the on the uh, Carolina Coast and Brunswick County another facility that uh, will do. The, the, the folks at ECU have just been wonderful. They have a program they call ECU Smiles for Veterans. And because of COVID, we are limited to 30 in that, in that one day to get the throughput. Before COVID, we did 40 in a day. That was about the max. Uh, and there's uh, each of those facilities has, I think, a total of 16 chairs. We were running uh, 10 chairs with a combination of the uh, people that work there and then a, a couple of volunteers that were able to come in from some of the other clinics. And uh, it's just been a wonderful experience. Uh, I think our investment thus far has been something in the vicinity of $40,000 in those 100 veterans. And that's the investment that uh, the, the previous foundation, Smoky Mountains Outreach Foundation, which we dissolved because it was, it had a couple other tentacles that it was doing besides Vet Smiles. And so that dissolved because only for that seven county sector. And we went statewide with the new Veteran Smiles Foundation for all 100 counties. David, uh, that's what. With, yes, with your research that you've done and, and putting all this together, could you give give me an educated guess of how many veterans are in need of dental care across the country? Oh my goodness, across the country, I, I can't only I can't even imagine. I, I'm being sincere because uh, we learned uh, we had been using the number ten percent. But in point of fact, the Veterans Administration's Innovation Center has published a recent article uh, from last December when they were talking about trying to locate some public-private partnerships that might be willing to participate in innovation. Their own number says only 8% of the veterans qualify for dental care. So you can see that 92% of all veterans, and, and most of them have some need for dental care, whether they really appreciate they do or not, because dental health is key to oral health. It seriously reduces heart risk, et cetera. I mean, even when we just do the oral cancer review, oral cancer screening at these stand downs, that is helpful to a veteran who may have oral cancer that they didn't even know they had started. Well, this is, uh, as I mentioned to Jesse, uh, at the start of the. Oh, by the way, I was before I get into that. Uh, uh, did you hear the guest? singer that we had in uh, to do a Jody? I did not. I, I, I literally was in physical therapy until I called you up. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that I may get a bill from him or something, but... Uh, he, he plays a... Dave, he says a prayer for the veterans, which is wonderful, and then he has a, a tape recording of Airborne... Uh, not Airborne, Army Jody songs, and he mentioned... Oh, I love that, it. Now, now, you know, and I, and I did Airborne, it I mean, for... Yeah, <laughs> For the first five years or first four years of his military service after he graduated academy, all he did was be at the airborne school. Most right. of us didn't think that was real work, but but he claims <laughs> it must have been. Well, I learned, I learned how to sing, if nothing else. Sing Jody <laughs> and jump out of a good airplane. He did a wonderful job, and I'm uh, you know you may lose your best man to uh, a singing career. That's I don't right. know. Yeah. <laughs> Fat chance. In fact, well, you know, our airborne days, we joke now, as much as we jumped a lot then, we don't even jump out of bed anymore now. We're, 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 way, we're past that. Well, 
you know, there's only, as they said when I was going through AIT and stuff, there's only two things that fall out of the sky. That's true. And we won't go into that. But. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, anyway. hey, here's the deal, David. They offered us a little extra money, oh, and, yeah. and just like my father-in-law, my, my wife's uh, dad jumped twice into Normandy and Holland. Of course, in his day, literally airborne pay was twice his base pay as a private. Wow. Uh, ours is not quite so robust, but still, even 150 bucks is a little more opportunity to go out and have more fun. It was a car payment for me, yeah. It was great. I always just wondered, uh, you know, who packed the chute, you know? What were they oh, doing we, the we, night before? We loved them. Well, we loved those people. We treated them <laughs> we so well. We had confidence in those people. believe it. We <laughs> talked them up all the time. In fact, they had a sign, we go draw our parachutes. They said, we also jump our own parachutes. That was good to know. <laughs> Oh yeah, I uh, even when I was flying, I had no. I'll stay in the plane and we'll go down together. I'll, uh, yeah. and, and not jump. Yeah, we, and, and David, I want to I want to come back one minute just to sincerely, if anyone has uh, questions about what we've done, uh, the pros and cons. You know, it's not all been roses. I, I, we, we don't ever want to highlight that. But uh, but if there's if there are other facilities that can do uh, what what East Carolina is doing in any of those states, happy to talk people through. Uh, the what we did and, and how we did it and pros and cons, et cetera. We're equally blessed to, to without question, to tell you that the dean, uh, Greg Chadwick, of the School of Dental Medicine, who's a Navy veteran himself, mm-hmm. and then his uh, number one uh, subordinate in terms of running these eight clinics is a, uh, Rob Temple. And uh, just again, as the world is in, runs in tight circles, Rob Temple was the last Army dentist to go through Special Forces training. I had the pleasure to be his commander. And who would ever have known this many years later we'd be back doing this again? That's incredible. And, you know, <laughs> we learn all the time how small the world really is. And uh, it's it's uh, w- one of the things that veterans have in common with veterans. And uh, what you all went through to get your butter bar and uh, advance in rank you know, only you all know, and you and Jesse can obviously relate the stories of being roommates, and and I'm sure that other names get brought up in your conversation. Oh, wait a second, I got a question for both of you, uh, and I, you know, I'm I'm not too wise about uh, West Point, but they all ought to be able to handle this. And I only ask one hardball question every of an interview that I'm doing, but since I got two, a lieutenant colonel and a colonel on the line. Uh, When you're with your friends, can you name one veteran that can tell one story only? That is not possible. Absolutely not. That is not possible. Now, but but I want to just make the point with you, David. (laughs) I use the phrase vignette because the vignette is got a kernel of truth in it which is otherwise different from a war story, which is usually just a completely false fabrication. But, but to have only one story, not possible. <laughs> well, you go along with all the other interviews I've done. But I, I tell you, I was, I was just telling Jesse, though, you are, as a veteran, you are our history books today. And whether it's uh, your, your children or your grandchildren or whatever, you got to get them up on your knee and talk to them about what you did in the in the military and how important it is to support your country and and uh, I love the fact that we have a volunteer military now and that but you got to talk to them because our history books are not 
doing what they should for our kids and our grandkids. And um, the stories are fantastic. And, you know, the, everybody, oh, well, it was too gory. When I, You don't have to tell the gory part. You just tell the part of the friendships that, yeah. you know, Jesse looks like he's a little older than 50, but he told me that y'all had been best friends for 50 years. <laughs> yes, and, sir. Uh, you know, you, you make friends in the military that last forever. That's true. Well, and, and that goes back to your earlier point to, to any of the people listening about young person wanting to have some different experience in life. It's a people organization. The Army in particular, maybe some of the other services are a little bit more technical, but the Army is absolutely people-centric, and, and uh, we share the same thing. When I lived in Western Carolina, I talked to the young people that... that their senior sergeant, who was a retired E-7, was making more as his retirement pay. Now, he was he was seconding with into the junior ROTC, which was a great program, in my view, a very great program to help citizenship of young people. But he was making more money in retirement pay than the average salary in Haywood County, where I used to live. So another great reason, if you don't have something that you know what you're doing, you learn a skill, you get some leader development, and you might even want to say, eh, this wasn't so bad, let me make, make a career out of it. Stay in, yeah. Hey, man, that, you know, that's that's very good, David. So, let's, uh, we got about, uh, about a minute and a half to go, but uh, let's talk about, one more time, how do people get a hold of you? And your bottom mission is to work with veterans in any of their dental problems. And... Uh, so, we have two, two purposes for the foundation, educate, and, and a lot of that is to help people realize that only 8% of the veterans do qualify for dental care at the Veterans Administration, so that means there's this gargantuan number of people who might need help, and then to provide financial support targeted primarily to a low means uh, veteran, and so... Uh, again, for, for our contact us at the it's Veteran Smiles Foundation, one zero four South White Street, Suite one four six, Wake Forest, North Carolina, two seven five eight seven. My email is David E at vetsmiles.org, and I failed to give you my phone number is nine eight four two three three. Three three five zero. It has voicemail. I guess if 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 this uh, event we're doing right now is too good, maybe it'll get full. But I'll try and be more rigorous in checking it and dumping it down. Okay, we're going to have to uh, leave. We're out of time. Uh, David, will you stay on for a second, and um, we'll come back to you off the air. You're listening yes, to America's Web Radio, and we want to thank you for the opportunity to serve you and serve our veterans. We'll be back uh, with more after this. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.